0: I wish I could change places with you. Yeah? Well, I wish
1: I could too. Huh? Chris?
0: <laughs> I don't fucking believe it. Lord, I wish I was 18. Again?
2: Yeah.
0: What the hell is happening to me? I feel like healthiest woman alive you look just like me oh,
2: oh my god I'm
0: him shit I think I am you dad Chris dad <laughs> oh shit <laughs> are you in there uh, dad I'm old. Re, re, reboot. Which one will it be? It's the Ruined Child podcast.
2: Greetings, Starfighters! Oh my God, John! I can't believe it.
1: What's happened to me? Wait, hold on a second. Why is it so dark in this room all of a sudden? Wait, when did I get to Dan's house? This is, oh my God. Oh my God, where's Ah! all my hair? Where's all my hair? Where's (laughs) Where's all my hair? My lucky set of hair.
2: Hey everyone, it's our body swap episode of Ruined Childhoods.
1: Just kidding! It's me, yeah, John. Yeah, hey, it's Dan. Yeah, no, we did not. Uh, um, we didn't body swap. We did not body swap, or we did not, you know, touch a magical object at the same time, nor drink a potion, no. nor make a wish, or just simply say something, <laughs> or just simply say something, and yeah, yeah, no. Yeah.
2: I wish yeah, I was Dan. Too. I, I'm so excited that we're finally talking about body swap movies and we are specifically talking about the ones from the 80s the the big like five I'd say there's some like extras sprinkled in there that don't necessarily qualify and but, I would say
1: I, I yeah. let's put it out there right off the bat I think big is gonna get its own episode sure I yeah think, let's because let's just put it out there because we know we know what we're gonna hear is well what about big? And first of all, yeah, same person. First of all, yeah, it's kind of there's not and I know like we're already kind of a little fast and loose with the, the term body swap with these movies. But sure. But, but Big is a different concept. It's it's him older, basically. Um right. But I also think because Big was also I'm pretty sure the only Academy Award nominee of the uh Right of yeah. the genre, um, but so I I feel like Big definitely merits its own episode, and also like yeah. some of these movies are were more fringe than others.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: of course. Ah,
2: uh, so the ones that we're going to be talking about are All of Me, Like Father, Like Son, Eighteen Again. Vice Versa and Dream a Little Dream. I went in chronological order, though 18 again and Vice Versa were both 1988. So I don't know which came out before the other. But uh, I I feel like this this was definitely talked about as being like a, a resurgence of this genre. It's kind of been done a bunch of times uh, before this. Uh, more notably, like Freaky Friday yeah. in the 60s. Um, but it's, you know, just different tellings of like... The Prince and the Pauper, or The Prisoner of Zenda. So it's, but like, as we all know, the 80s brings its own personality to things that definitely rings true with some of these movies.
1: Okay. Um I wanted to check in so Vice Versa was released March 11th, 1988. 18 again was released okay. April 8th, 1988. Wow. Yes. Interesting. And yeah, like Father Like Son was in I want to say October 87. I have it written it down. It was late 87. Well, I yeah. it must have been October. So right. I, I I should uh I should share, of course. This is going to come up, so why not? Uh, like father, like son. I know it. I know it was fall of '87 because that was the movie that my little, my like, you know, three friends and I and mom went to go see for my tenth birthday. And um,
2: oh. yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm pretty sure I because it was at the wow. a, at the Blue Star Cinema in Wachong, New Jersey. the uh, okay. no, no longer okay. in Wachong, no longer anywhere, <laughs>
2: but gotcha. um, I was going to say, where is it? Where'd it go?
1: Yeah, no. It it's, did it swap with another movie theater? It, it body swap with the Rialto, and they both shut down. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's so like Father Like Son was eighty seven, and then Dream a Little Dream was March third, nineteen eighty nine.
2: March third. So okay. so uh, we're going to talk about these five uh, just giving a very brief synopsis of each uh, just so that we have a baseline going into this for anybody who hasn't seen all of these because there are some that maybe slipped off your radar. Uh, Definitely like vice versa and like father like son were probably playing on cable nonstop. Those are the bigger uh, ones, yeah.
1: Oh, and All of Me, and All of Me. Sorry, All of Me was like 1984.
2: All of Me was one that I didn't, you know, I don't remember having seen it in the 80s or 90s. I watched it a few years ago, and then, of course, just the other day. And uh, I'll start off with that one, because it was the first first one in this Mm -hmm. series that we're going to talk about. So uh, it stars Lily Tomlin and Steve Martin. It was directed by Carl Reiner. A wealthy woman with a terminal illness has a plan to transfer her own soul at death to the body of her stableman's daughter, to whom she has bequeathed her entire estate. But when the chalice containing her soul falls and hits her lawyer, her soul is trapped inside half of his body. So this is definitely uh, capitalizing on Steve Martin's very physical comedy, his ability to make his body move in weird, funny ways and have different affectations his tone and, yeah,
1: yeah it's changing his tone changing his behavior just kind of like on yeah, a dime
2: his spastic energy it just really plays to this and you know having worked with carl reiner on the jerk you know it's like they and they've got this groove
1: yeah well and right, then yeah. and then some i mean what, dead men don't wear plaid man with two brains sure.
2: oh yeah. yeah of course of course. Um and then oh, and let's this see, one comes out, after, this is also an
1: outlier as in it comes in, it comes out September, September 21st, oh. <laughs> 1984.
2: Okay. October adjacent.
1: Yes. Yeah. So oh, actually that's uh, just within, got, sorry, because like father, like son was October 2nd, 1987. Ah, not such an outlier. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so then we've got uh, like father, like son,
2: which stars Kirk Cameron coming off of, you know, his sitcom stardom and uh and Dudley Moore and uh like Father Like Son is about a career-minded widower and his son who switch bodies when they are when they accidentally or when the father accidentally drinks a brain transference serum and lock, and they lock eyes with one another. And uh Sean Aston is also in uh in this movie. Uh, following in his father's footsteps, who is in the original Freaky Friday. That's right. Yes. Not as a, a body swap character, but as a side right.
1: character. Right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, uh, vice versa. Uh, sorry, like father like son is, uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing to watch. It's unfortunate that Kirk Cameron has, uh, kind of gone off the rails in the way that he has. And of course, a huge poor one out to Dudley
1: Moore. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: in, in such a great role, like he really nailed the, like the father and the son inside the father's body.
1: Well, characteristics. so um, what I, what I read, uh, of course on IMDB trivia, where else I, uh, was that he had said like I guess when he was doing interviews when he was doing press for it he said the the idea of swapping bodies appealed to me and it was a good excuse to be a kid again although I don't need an excuse it was just a fun story I had been 16 years old once and I don't pretend to be a professional adult I really didn't play a 16 year old I think that would have been mildly boring so instead of going for accuracy we went for the fun of the situation I was playing an attitude not an age, and I have to say, I that explanation kind of satisfied some of my questions about his performance. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I, I think that
2: he's really strong in this. It's a lot of fun. It's it's cringy to watch, uh, Kirk Cameron uh, be you know the the older person inside of his body type of thing. It it doesn't really feel. But I mean, I mean, this is an early acting role of his. Although it's not like he had a huge he had done acting sit- career outside of uh, so he was doing things.
1: he was doing sitcom acting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yes. So then there's vice versa, which uh, is about a career minded divorced dad uh, who has to watch his son for a weekend. But when they each wish to switch bodies while holding an ancient Buddhist skull, their wishes come true. And uh, what's that? You know
1: what I found ironic was uh, in watching the Judge Reinhold's performance at the beginning of the film when he's Marshall right. So this is Judge Reinhold and Fred Savage. Right. So yeah. his performance reminded me a lot. Uh, and the character reminded me a lot of the Tim Allen role in The Santa Claus, where he's a very career minded oh. d- divorced and and Judge Reinhold plays like the. The ex wife's new husband in
2: in the Santa Claus
1: movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny.
2: Yeah. You know, I guess I didn't consider the Santa Claus to be a body swap movie because he's
1: okay. Yeah. Because he just
2: turns into no, but
1: just from the character alone, it was like really, it was. Interesting because I'm watching it and I'm like, there's other characters. I'm like, of course, there's other characters in this, you know, that have filled this archetype. But I was like, this really reminds me of who? And I was like, oh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. And then I was like, why is Judge Reinhold, you know, so on and so forth. So anyway.
2: Yeah. Right. So uh, then we've got, what do we have? 18. Did you even finish your synopsis uh, for vice
1: versa? I totally. Three. Oh, yeah, okay. I did. Perfect.
2: No, I did. So, 18 again, which is also 1988. At his 81st birthday party, a wealthy man's birthday wish is to be 18 again, causing him to wake up the next morning in his grandson's... Bo- There's a, a car crash involved, and uh, I don't and know. And he
1: is, he is... George Burns' character is 81. So, 18, right. 81, hello,
2: swapping numbers and bodies yeah so the body of george burns is like in a coma so we have to assume that the soul of the uh the grandson is in that coma and uh yeah it's it's just, you know, because it's like, all right, well, George Burns doesn't probably have the stamina right. at 90 years his, old his, to his,
1: <laughs> carry a whole movie. His role is about, I don't know, 91, his actual age, 91% voiceover. Yeah. Um but yeah,
2: but that's true. Yeah. and I'm sorry. Who plays the grandson? So that is Charlie Schlatter, who Charlie Schlatter. Who's Charlie Schlatter? Charlie
1: Schlatter, who was the second Steve Gutenberg replacement in the Police Academy series. He's the he's right. that part in Police Academy Seven: Mission to Moscow. He is also right. he also plays as I was say Ferris Bueller in the Ferris Bueller TV series. Correct, correct, and he. Also was the lead in a film that I remember really liking directed by Chris Columbus called Heartbreak Hotel, where his oh. mother, who's played by Tuesday Weld, is she's just like sad and she's just obsessed with Elvis and loves Elvis. So Charlie Schlatter and his friends kidnap Elvis and they're like, we're going to bring like we're, Elvis is going to hang out with my mom for the weekend. So okay. and like, yeah, um I remember I, I haven't seen it in, in ages, but I remember really liking it.
2: You know, I, I think that Charlie Schlatter was great in 18 again. Yes.
1: I uh, I agree.
2: And uh, you know, he definitely was able to pull off the like you know, kind of the person from another time, an old soul, if you will, uh, and you know, very George Burnsy, and he did it. In a really nice way, and I, uh, it was a little odd when he started to really dress like an old man as a eighteen year old, and um, well, but that's but
1: that is one of the uh, one of the tropes, if you will, of it's on the body swap checklist.
2: Yeah. That's true.
1: So, yeah. um, Well, then we've got uh, a a
2: really interesting one in 1989, Dream a Little Dream. Uh, This one stars Corey Feldman, Jason Robards. Uh, Then we've got Corey Haim. Uh, We have Meredith Salinger. And we have Piper Laurie. And, uh, this is about an, it's an elderly man believes that using the power of meditation, he and his wife are able to cross over into the dream realm and essentially live forever. But as they perform their meditation, two teenagers collide on their property, causing their souls, the, of the, you know, Jason Robards and Piper Laurie to get lost inside the teens' bodies. It's definitely a much headier one yeah, because then Corey Feldman's,
1: uh, like soul is just living inside of the dream realm, and Meredith Salinger is just like kind of not aware of the whole thing, right? Yeah,
2: and the reason that they give for that is because Piper Laurie's character isn't as into the idea
1: of doing it, right?
2: So she's not fully invested,
1: right? I so I watched that. I, I watched that on uh, my flight. I was just on a on a trip back east. To the okay. New York metropolitan area, and it was wonderful. Um, and Dream a Little Dream was my plane movie for the ride home. And it was... Uh, I hadn't seen it in years, and I remember it being weird, and I remember like not really getting it as a kid. I got it much well, better this time around.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's also cut in a really interesting way, there's uh you know especially the beginning it definitely has a a different pace to it than a lot of other movies where it kind of goes but just it's very surreal it's trying to do something experimental Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i mean i actually like out of out of the group i i think i came away kind of having the most respect i guess for dream a little dream i i really like Corey feldman's performance in it um of course i like i looked at i i couldn't check imdb while i was on the plane so right. um but i was looking of course at the trivia and of course it talked about how um d- deep and poor went out by the way for for Corey hame um i mean poor went out for yeah. you know jason robards of course but like really poor went out for Corey Haim because these guys were just you know able to run rampant and get really yeah. into some bad stuff and but and you can you can see it in their performances which is kind of a shame because i think Corey feldman right. has some great like this is a great this is possibly my favorite performance of his i don't well i don't know
2: i feel like maybe stand by me your uh, goonies I think that if we're talking about this era of Corey Feldman, where he's kind of gone off into his Michael Jackson phase. Right. Oh,
1: well, yeah, unfold. Then... That that's, that is... <laughs> we'll come back to that in a moment, you were saying.
2: Okay. So, um, yeah, and and actually, just speaking of that, I feel like I was a little distraught. I wish that maybe, and I don't remember who directed Dream Little Dream, but I wish that they had maybe... Uh, dialed in Corey Feldman to be a little less of what Corey Feldman looks and feels like in his real life. Yeah. Because that he just comes across as being Corey Feldman. Like you don't really get lost in his character of Bobby or whatever his name was. And uh, there are moments, there
1: are moments that, um, I, I didn't dislike it. No, 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 no. But I just want to hold on because I, I, because yeah. like, because I was like, oh God, I wish he was right. Like you said, like directed more. Um, Mark Rocco. Mark it. Rocco. He is who, uh, is he related to Alex Rocco, who plays Corey Feldman's dad and Victoria Jackson plays his mom. What? Um, Victoria Jackson plays the mom, which is definitely, you weird. know, who I wish um, had directed this
2: is who do you wish had directed
1: Joel this? Schumacher?
2: I was thinking that, like, a very similar thing for this because it was definitely like leaning into Joel Schumacher territory. I mean, it's like, and then you would have gotten, uh, you know, it would have definitely been like Kiefer Sutherland and, you know, the rest <laughs> well, of Kiefer the Kiefer
1: Sutherland would have been the uh, Joel Schumacher would, players, would have been Joel, Beth Grant yeah. would be the mom. <laughs> yes fine but like i think i feel like joel schumacher and you know even there's even some tribute paid to lost boys there's a lost boys poster in bobby's room yeah yeah um yep. and I, I actually it was funny because i know i know you love when they when there's references to recent movies to recently released movies um, yeah. There's oh yeah he's also got a richard mark's poster rock on Oh, yes, he does. I, I was saying that, not, no pun intended, because Michael Damien's rock on cover is... Oh, yeah. It, 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 throughout the movie, actually. I, it's, it's something I really like. Um, there's some crazy, like... like wild, there's, a lo, there's a Lost Boys vibe to it, because you've got, like, Dumas, who's... He's not just, like, a bully, but he's, like, this... Right. I don't know, like, fucking crazy. He's, like, borderline warriors, like, pre-warriors...
2: Yeah, he's... Uh, I forget the actor who plays him, but he was in Teen Wolf. He was kind of the, like, timid friend. Um, oh, really? He was good.
1: Yeah, he was good. I liked him a lot. Yeah. And I, I there was this kind of dynamic of, like, of parents. And it's interesting to, to me that it comes out in the same year as Heathers, because... It Uh almost it doesn't quite have the Heather's vibe like Heather's is definitely sharper, cleaner, has more like it's solid. Dream a Little Dream is very surreal. It's got these like Jason Robards, who's amazing and like him, he and Piper Laurie and like they and what I what I really appreciated was, you know, like it made them this movie views them as sexy And this movie takes this older couple and is like, this is a, this is a sexy, like kinky older couple. And like, they're really, they're like, he's really into this metaphysical shit and he's always quoting authors and everything. And like, he's really smart and clearly he knows what he's doing. Oh, and my God, did we not mention Harry Dean Stanton?
2: We did not mention Harry Dean Stanton, which who plays uh, Jason Robards, his best friend.
1: Yeah. His BFF. His best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's great. Yeah, he's and like he's got some nice scenes with. He's got that nice scene with Corey Feldman, where yeah. th- where he's Jason Robards explaining what's what's going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really interesting to uh, kind of go through these movies and see the way that the like outside characters who find out about it how they react. Because I know that if I was a side character in one of these movies, I would never be able to just get over the fact that this is happening in real life because it's so crazy. I mean, with the exception of, is, this, is it Trigger, Sean Astin's character right. in Like Father, Like yeah. Son, who you know provided the brain transference serum and they watched it work on the dog and the cat and all that kind of stuff.
1: You always have to have uh, the best friend. And that's that the sidekick, oh yeah, and that's on the body swap checklist,
2: yeah, and also on eighteen again, you you have uh, Polly Shore, right? I know, A very young Polly Shore, pre Weasel
1: Polly Shore, right? Right on the on the cusp, uh, was Polly Shore, and yeah, yeah, eighteen again. Oh, and you know who else? Is that? Jennifer Runyon, who was I, people might best know as like Scott Bayo's love interest on Charles in charge for oh, bulk yeah. of the series. I would say um, Gwendolyn Pierce. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> did, did you just pull that out? <laughs> I did.
2: That name was like locked somewhere in my brain and you just unlocked I
1: it. Knew Gwen, I knew Gwendolyn was, it Pierce. It was funny because I, I was thinking, you her name is Gwendolyn Peter. I was thinking I was like Gwendolyn, and by the way, anyone who is <laughs> not familiar with Charles in Charge might also remember her as the young co ed that Peter Vankman is testing for psychic power right. slash hitting on in uh in Ghostbusters. So Yeah. I'm I'm checking this right now so I will get right back Dan, to you. On I'm this.
2: telling you you don't have to I check I know
1: it. I don't. I just I need I need <laughs> Gwendolyn Pierce. Yep. There it is. No, I that's wow, bravo.
2: Bravo. <laughs> oh, you know what? We can just press stop right now. Um but uh there there's something there's one movie in this that there isn't the best friend. Well, in uh, All of Me you have two best friends. There's man's best friend, the dog, the dog Bix. Right. And then there's also his buddy uh whose name is slipping my mind who is uh the saxophone player. Yeah.
1: Um the blind guy. Yeah, yeah. that is uh, uh Tyrone. Tyrone uh played by Tyrone. Jason Bernard.
2: But we don't have that in vice versa. We don't have the friend who finds out what's going on
1: right right that's right yeah no one finds out in vice versa you have you have uh, corinne borer as the wonderful
2: of police academy Four, citizens on patrol corinne borer yeah. and other things veronica Mars, <laughs> yes. you know yes
1: she's a, a rune childhood corinne
2: favorite. borer is fantastic as uh as judge reinhold's love interest in uh and vice versa. Who is, she's she's great. I love. Her. They are it's, both.
1: She's perfect. In they this. are both executives at the same department yeah. store. A department store, by the way, that yeah. seems to specialize in firearms and weapons that are just left. The crossbow. That there's a crossbow out with arrows, just sitting next yeah. to it, and you know any child or man man child could yeah. uh, fire an arrow. Uh,
2: but what? But it's also a. Oh, the electronics department also has spy equipment, which is fun. oh right,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then, of course, there's the music department. The not like CDs and tapes and stuff, but a uh, like live instruments and stuff like that, where people can Day go and art. play the same riff for like three minutes straight. <laughs> did you notice that that it's just that they're playing the same like da-da-da-da-da-da-da, that, that is just on loop it was on for like three it, was minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was
1: demo mode yeah
2: yeah uh, it was demo mode yeah um but but what vice versa and like father like son both have is a scene at a heavy metal concert yes and i i tried to see if you know you could play them both at the same time and if those scenes would line up unfortunately they don't that would be a lot of fun uh, uh yeah. does
1: 18 again not, doesn't 18 again have a a scene where they like they go to a club or am i i'm they go to a club i think but not like a
2: heavy metal situation
1: no right um they go to a
2: club and there's like i want to say like Pretty aggressive people there and stuff, but
1: yeah, I don't have i i don't i don't have a lot of notes from eighteen again. Um,
2: yeah, they go to a club and the um, Gwendolyn Pierce's boyfriend is there. Oh right,
1: and uh, well, you yeah. you gotta have you gotta have a bully, and bonus points if that bully is the jealous boyfriend slash girlfriend of the crush, Joel in right. Dream a Little so, Dream.
2: So in Dream Little Dream you have Joel who's the boyfriend of the crush, but then you have the bully who's
1: blinking on but his Joel name. but Dumas. Joel's also like uh, jo- he is jo- unhinged. Like Joel, Joel has his moments, but and that's why I like is like none of these like there's some dimension to Joel. Like Joel drinks and like Elaney's mother. Elaney's mother is oh my god. Um, yeah. <sighs> like terrible there's a lot like they really uh dream a little dream really kind of works the you know kind of like disconnect the parental disconnect generation gap Mm -hmm. trope that you see in these which is definitely i mean like like it really drives like father like son but dream a little dream you see it with like a lot of the characters uh Trigger, wait, hold on. Would Digger, one of them is Digger. Trigger is vice versa. No, like father, like son. Okay. And then, oh, Dream a Little Dream is wait. Dinger. Dinger? Dinger. 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 Yeah. Um, Like, and and the whole thing Jeez. is like Corey Haim broke his leg. And they were like, oh, we got to write this into the script. Which I really, I think it's a nice touch. And also just like the idea that his mom, like, I think ran over his leg, like broke his leg, like with the car. Yeah. It just kind of added... To it, it added that, like, all right, this is really making a, a comment similarly to Heather's about this generation of, of teens. Yeah.
2: Yeah, these teens who kind of barely have parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> like just barely around. Like Bobby says, Oh, my
1: parents hate me. My parents don't yeah. under like they don't understand uh Dingers we really don't know much more about other than that his mom right. ran over his leg. Um
2: yeah, in all of me we don't have a jealous uh bully. Um the conflict there's yeah. conflict in his his career and his boss who's been like cheating on his wife and all that stuff. That's but where the, the there's no like personal the
1: stakes are yeah. with his career and Yeah. So that's why it's like, yeah, like when she's in him and like has to actually do his job and, you know, could cost him his career. So there's, yeah, there's high stakes there and high stakes in her, her soul being in the right place. And then we discover all of me kind of, I felt like all of me went on a bit too long and it peaked early and, yeah. Um, yeah, the whole thing with Victoria Tennant's character who was like just trying to scam.
2: Right. Uh, it's, it's a little all over this place. I don't think it's,
1: it doesn't quite a great movie, but it's a lot of fun. It doesn't quite, it, in terms of like, it, it, it kind of predates the cycle, the, the 87, because right. also to acknowledge big came out in 88. Right. right. So, and also, dream, dream, a little dream of all these was the only one to inspire uh, direct to like DVD sequels.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I believe in that one. There was like a pair of sunglasses that they put on and like become the other person. I don't really know too much. In Dream about a it. Little
1: Dream too. From, it's something from like 1985. uh Yes, two pairs of magic sunglasses. 1985. 1995, sorry.
2: 1995. February.
1: Uh, two pairs of magic sunglasses <laughs> caused problems for two pals from Cleveland living in Hollywood. Okay, so that explains where Dream a Little Dream took place. Cleveland, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Corey Feldman and Corey Hamer, the two guys, and... Yeah, so I did not see that.
2: No, I remember reading something about it at one point. But Dan,
1: on that note, I want to bring us into a bit of a game. Ooh, what's your game? I have a game too. Let's play your game first. Okay,
2: my game is where I tell you the mechanism by which uh, people switch lives in a movie, and you have to tell me what the movie is and you get one lifeline which is you get the tagline of the movie.
1: Oh wow, okay. All right. What what's your game? My game it's less of a game, it's more of a it's let's grade the trade. It's kind of it's giving oh. each of these performances a grade based on um you know, kind of how well they portrayed the person in them and and to actually to set it at a at a standard one of the movies that we did not do, because it doesn't really fit into this cluster, is Face Off. And
2: okay. if Face
1: Off, we know, is technically a face swap movie, but it really is like... It's also a 90s movie, so we wouldn't talk true. about it in this episode Ex- Exactly, anyway. exactly. So, um, but Face Off, I, I think um, Nicolas Cage especially, they, they both do a good job, but Nicolas Cage especially does an excellent job of capturing John Travolta's mannerisms and, and affectations. And I think
2: John Travolta can't keep up with what Nicolas Cage is trying to try. Never.
1: But, but so like, that's kind of, so I was looking at it from that context of like, how well are they, are they capturing the idea of like, um, being, you know, an eighty-one-year-old man in the body of an eighteen—like all of a sudden with an eighteen-year-old body—that's like yeah. Three all right. Feet well, let's taller.
2: do yours first, and then we'll do and then we'll do mine. Oh, okay. Um
1: all right. Okay. So where do you want to start? Well, let's. I and what's the grading level? Well, the grade. I mean, the the grading level is like. I mean, it is A to F. I don't know that we. I guess that works because these
2: are these are mostly high school and college, you know, students. Well, I guess uh, junior high.
1: It ranges. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, uh, the Steve Martin is. I think the only working with adults there, but also, and there's also there's an NA. There there's an NA. The script does not require Lily Tomlin. For example, correct. So, uh, and I—I'll tell you right now. She gets an incomplete. Yeah, yeah. George Burns, (laughs) Jason Robards, and Lily Tomlin. I gave them all the NAs. They don't. That that assignment won't count against them because it was not required of them.
2: That is true. That is true.
1: All right. So, I
2: should we start with all of me since that was the first one?
1: Absolutely, yes.
2: Uh I would give Steve Martin and this is a tricky one because when we see Lily Tomlin uh her character she's bedridden. We don't see her moving about. Uh mm. what we see Steve Martin do is an over overly feminized half of his body because half of his body is being controlled by her. So I don't know. I'd give it a B minus because I feel like it's a little over the top. Not that it hurts the movie because that's the kind of movie that it is. But I I feel like, I don't know, it didn't
1: have to be as flowery and fluffy. Mm. Okay. Um, I gave Steve Martin a B plus because oh. what I felt he did capture was the attitude, which even though she was bedridden, Lily Tomlin, there was still that there was that sass, that attitude, that condescension, and I think he physicalized a lot of that. So I'm giving him a little bit more credit. But like, I also still think that at times it was like, okay, that's a Steve Martin thing that he's doing. Yeah. Granted, like Lily Tomlin could could do anything. So it's not hard to imagine Lily Tomlin Doing that physicality, but yeah. It, it, so I'm going, I'm going B plus on on Steve Martin for all of me. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, is eighteen again? I believe next? like father
2: like son. Oh no no like father like son is yeah. next. Okay, so let's see. I would give, uh, I'd give Dudley Moore an A, and I would give Kirk Cameron a C. I, I I've, we've already discussed the reasons mm-hmm. um you know Dudley Moore really has a youthful spirit uh you know the the small details which you know the the bubble gum and and just the way that he gets really jazzed about stuff I feel like works for the character, but it's not too over the top. it's very it's very much within the I don't know the world of the movie. uh Kirk Cameron. It just felt to me like Kirk Cameron, you know, doing his best. And uh, I don't know. It it just didn't work for me. I didn't feel like it was an older person. I just felt like it was a
1: dorkier teen. Okay. All right. Um, So for Dudley Moore, I gave Dudley Moore a B. And okay. yeah, it was actually, it was originally a B-minus. Uh, and then I read that quote that I shared earlier and that kind of put things in perspective and I was like, okay, all right. So he wasn't exactly going for the accuracy, but that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm watching this for. Like, I want to see more of the, like, when do we see, do we see Kirk Cameron's character chewing gum, like before the swap? and by the way points uh, points to like father like son for having a legit uh body swap in the in the True. in its truest sense and we have the sense of mysticism and um we've got the crush with the with the bullying boyfriend who looks like uh he's a super senior um yeah so Very thick neck on that guy. So I gave Dudley Moore a B because I felt like he was more playing, like he said, an attitude, not an age. And I felt like he was more doing Dudley Moore doing a teenager. And you know what? It's fine. It's entertaining. And I enjoyed it. But it it gets a B just for that lack of accuracy. And Uh like father, like son, I gave Kirk Cameron a B as well. Uh, Because- I felt that when I'm watching these movies now, you know, that I've seen before, I'm thinking to myself, can I see, if I imagine Dudley Moore's character walking the way he's walking, can I, is that the way he walks? I was like, yes. When they show him earlier on in in the movie, like when he's before the switch and you see him walking in the hallways of the hospital, he's very officious, he's very, uh, you know, direct and... So then, to see, uh, but he's you know also pretty tight ass, and I think Kirk Cameron plays that up a little too much. He does a little; he's doing too much uh-huh. of the like, you know, tight ass walk routine. But right, I thought that there were a lot of things that he did that were, uh, were were somewhat true to Dudley Moore's performance as as Jack. Okay, so that's where I, that's where I landed for uh, like father like sons. So a uh, couple of Bs. vice versa. Yeah,
2: I'm going to give them both A's, and I I feel like Fred Savage does a really great job uh, capturing the spirit of the way that Judge Reinhold is in the beginning of vice versa. I'd say the end, but as we know, you they learn something from each other. That's another thing on the checklist for all these. They they always learn something from each other, so and become better. They people learn empathy, so they learn empathy. I mean, they they learn become a more. more understanding people. Yeah. So, yeah, vice versa. I give them both A's. Uh, Fred Savage is enjoyable uh, in, in capturing the spirit of Judge Reinhold. He, uh, you know, there's a lot of the same things, and of course, these are like scripted things, like him asking for gray Poupon at the school cafeteria well, and that
1: was just like that that joke was that was over back then the whole like even when they did Wayne's world the promotion for Wayne's world the Wayne's world movie was like Wayne's mm-hmm. world doing the gray Poupon thing and it had been around that long yeah still funny so
2: still yeah it's great um and I feel like judge Reinhold, like, he really was an 11-year-old kid. The interactions with Mo the Frog, uh, the way that he is at the Malice concert, the, the band that they're going to go see, uh, it's it was so much fun. He does all the things that I feel like a an 11-year-old who all of a sudden has a grown-up body would do. Oh, Dan, is on your checklist a... Scene where the now the kid who's in the
1: grown-up's body looks at credit cards. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. What do I have? Um, I mean, I, I'll read you my checklist. Um, okay, okay. So no, but I need to add that. Okay, so you have to have you. Have, well, that's a very specific one to like you know teenage well, kids. Do I have like um like taking advantage of. Of the benefits, I don't know. No, I have like the intriguing opening um, involvement of an ancient culture, mysticism, intimate, intimate contact. Uh, Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You have to have a sidekick uh, sometimes, too, because like in 18 again, you also had uh, red red buttons. Yes, who was that's uh, true? Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, George Burns' is best friend. You had to have that kind of neglectful or distant parent, which Tony Roberts did in eighteen again. And, you know, yep. it was Dudley Moore, Judge Reinhold. Um He was
2: very good too. We talked about He's Dream a Little 18. Dream.
1: Yeah. Oh, Tony Roberts? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like Tony Roberts in that. Um yeah. you needed to have there needed to be some signs of of a generation gap. You needed to have this side of like oh oh this isn't how we did things uh uh-huh. uh and uh you had to have a crush you had to have a bully bonus points if the bully is the jealous significant other of the crush uh athletic competition bonus points if it's track and bonus points if the romantic rival and bully is also the athletic rival uh-huh. uh bonus points yet to have that first day at work first day at school like oh boy how weird is it the attempt to call out sick on both sides uh the anachronistic yeah. style the you know all of a sudden charlie schlatter's wearing bow ties uh to the, yeah. to the frat house and and less, and they don't all fit all of these but uh leaving uh the the attempt to leave money or property to a hussy <laughs> A oh. quote unquote hussy okay. because well, because it happened in more than one of them. So, yeah, no, no, no,
2: no. So uh, what grades did you give to the cast of Vice Versa?
1: uh So very close. I gave Judge Reinhold an A minus. Uh, OK, I, I docked him a little bit just for uh, at times kind of doing the whole I'm going to do I think the surfer dude voice.
2: Was uh-huh. a little,
1: I was like, I would have liked that reined in because Fred Savage doesn't like you're not doing Sean Penn in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, do right. Judge Reinhold in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, no? Um, yeah, kind of. uh, so I thought, so I gave Judge Reinhold, but I thought, like, otherwise, I thought he was really consistent and I. I thought there were real moments and this is also in the script as well so but I thought there were real moments right. of that were really genuine uh between them and Fred Savage he understood the assignment he gets an A yes he did he gets well he gets an A I
2: think he gets I think he gets a very firm A especially considering like you know he's so young when he's doing this I uh, you know he's not a seasoned actor. No, he and he just gives it well, his I all. I mean, this he's is fantastic. He's been doing it.
1: Wonder Years. I think this is what his third or fourth sure. movie because he's in the boy you, the boy who could fly, and he's in Princess Bride.
2: Yeah, I don't remember where this falls. This is this pre is, the wizard. This is
1: pre wizard, but and he's also he's been doing Wonder Years anyway. Um Right so so Fred's at, but yeah, yeah fred savage's performance is
2: consistent it is i do want to mention one other thing about judge reinhold yeah. i and the way that he does the um you know when he's pretending to be the like calhoun high school patrol oh, right and like busting the kid the bullies in the bathroom yeah. Uh, I love that. And then that character, Calhoun, comes back again. Right.
1: Yeah, I love they bring back Calhoun. <laughs> Calhoun. I love that. That's so it's funny. Ma- it's I magnificent. Just... No, I, vice versa. And you know what? It's funny because I was reading that Judge Reinhold feels like vice versa kind of tanked his career because I guess it didn't do. I mean, I saw it at the Westfield Rialto and I I mean, I loved it. Of course, I was the demographic. Uh I was like 11. (laughs) It was like 10, 10 and a half. Right. Um, Anyway. No, it's perfect. Yeah. So he's really good in it and he's really appealing and really uh, charming as Charlie and right. try, i think the movie makes some bold choices some choices that definitely would not be made today in addition to the you know readily available firearms um of course would be yeah. the
2: there's also in all of these there's so much you know you know, in some cases, very racist, uh, more so in, I think, some of the 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 90s body swap movies. But, you know, there's some language that uh, comes across as being very racially insensitive or, in a lot of these or or, you know, or
1: otherwise, because there's F-bombs and I'm not talking right. about fuck in um, dr- like Dream a Little Dream, quite a few.
2: Uh huh. The- and also, Dan, I'm surprised on your list there isn't the uh, the younger character giving the middle finger.
1: Oh no! But I uh,
2: the older character in the younger person's body because the the Fred Savage vice versa middle oh, finger is iconic. It's classic.
1: It's classic. Yeah. So um, with with just a little too much knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's uh, the Breakfast Club style. Yeah, it totally finger. is nice. Yeah, I'm adding it to the list. It is a work in progress. It is an evolving document. And oh, um, we need to we need to grade our our body swaps in "Dream a Little Dream," which "Dream a Little Dream." I give a
2: I give a D plus to Corey Feld. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jason Robards would not be dancing like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I think that that's the best way I can really put it. There's too much Corey Feldman in the character of Bobby post transformation, uh, to, to really be any good. Cause you know, all the rest of it's all just the script, you know, the, the way that he is kind of. Head in the clouds a little bit and, uh, you know, he's a dreamer. Yeah. Very forceful and, uh, trying to get, um, Janie to kind of see, to kind of see that part of herself that's in her, in her mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Janie or Laney? How about you?
1: Oh, sorry. Laney. Laney Diamond. Um, so yeah, Jason Robards gets a pass for this one. Um, I gave Corey Feldman a B. I, I, oh, I really, there's, uh, he has this speech. Um, oh, where, where is it? It's, it, I just have like, um, oh, it's, it's like, it's after. All right. So man, dream a little dream and make some ballsy choices because Lainey's mother drugs her. And en- that is enlists true. her boyfriend, Ron, to, like, give her a glass of wine that's drugged. Yeah. And... Uh, it's pretty messed Yeah, up. Corey Feldman's got a really nice monologue in, in there. Um, and I think he and Meredith Salinger have a really, like, sweet chemistry there. Yeah. Um So, I... I don't know. I guess I, I gave him a B. I don't know. Um, I thought he was good. Oh yeah. There's like gu- the gun violence in this. Cause Joel, Joel has a gun. So like, right. Dream, dream a little dream. I give dream a little dream, a lot of credit for not being as cutesy and being more indie. I do agree. It, it kind of needed a more solid hand to, uh, to hone it in, uh, and that, mm-hmm. yeah, there. Oh yeah, there's some rapey stuff in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's so that's my. Uh, so so those are the grades. Hey, um, if you agree, disagree, you want to share your grades? Yeah, tell us your your grades. That's ruined childhoods. Pod at gmail dot com. Let us yeah, know for sure. So John, um, let's let's play your game.
2: Sure. First, let me just check my sound effects to uh, oh, yes. to see if I know if I can remember which ones do what. Yeah. Okay, I think those will be our two. All right, so Dan, I have twenty two films listed that range from the sixties to twenty twenty, and I am going to name for you the uh, the device by which the characters swap bodies. If you need a lifeline, I can give you the tagline. Uh, If you need another one, I can also give you the year. But maybe we'll try to keep it to tagline. I'm I'm confident that you will be good at this. Okay. Okay. All right. And I know there's going to be ones in here that you may not be certain if they are
1: if they qualify, but. so loose, so I should be thinking of the well, concept loosely. Yeah, you know, loosely. maybe. We will see. Okay.
2: All right. One stabs the other with an ancient
1: suicide ritual dagger. One stabs the other with a ritual suicide. With an ancient an, suicide ancient. ritual dagger. Suicide ritual. <sighs> Um, let me see, and so I can I can get taglines. Yes. Okay. I'll. You want the tagline for that one?
2: Basic Switch, killer new look. Oh shit! Is it? Is it Switch? No. No, No, this one is from 2020. It is Freaky with Vince Vaughn.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that does sound freaky. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. You are zero for 22. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. This next one the two are given fortune cookies and then swap bodies. Freaky Friday.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For that one the tagline is they've always been in each other's faces today they're in each other's bodies that's the 2003 Freaky yeah, Friday. Yeah, I was sorry my finger slipped. I hit the
1: wrong one first. I was for a moment I was like no because I remember and I'm like and I'm pretty sure I, it, it is definitely at least the remake if not both. But cuz I remember that Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis uh Lindsay Lohan uh Freaky Friday yes. which is which yes. is good.
2: It's very 2003. It is. It uh, Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It is very 2003. Okay. Brain transference serum in a Tabasco bottle. Like father, like son. That's right. Uh, Chris and his dad have accidentally changed bodies, but no big deal. Chris gets the jag and the gold card. Dad gets the fake ID in the bio final. That's the tagline. Okay. <laughs> The two of them piss into a magical fountain.
1: Oh, that's the, the change-up. That, yeah, with uh, Ryan Reynolds. The change up. Reynolds.
2: 2011. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Jason Bateman, with the tagline, Who says men can't change? Right. Okay. They wish upon a full moon.
1: They wish upon a full moon?
2: And I'll give you the year for this one. It's 1996.
1: Can I have the tagline, please?
2: Opposites attract, but is the grass always greener on the other side?
1: And this is 1996? 1996. <sighs> I will
2: give you one more hint. Okay, this is an Australian
1: film. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I still don't. I. 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 don't know.
2: It's called Dating
1: the Enemy. Oh my God. Okay. It's a wow. thing. No. Okay. No. Um, I'm. I'm ashamed. Yeah.
2: An ancient skull stolen from Buddhist monastery. Vice versa. Of course, I, just when he was ready for midlife crisis, something unexpected came up. Puberty.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. No, that's a big thing. And this is like the nervous breakdowns and all that and vice versa. I like just yeah. finished watching it. About oh, yeah. An hour and a half ago. <laughs> or rewatching oh, yeah. it. I've, of course, seen it before.
2: All right. You ready for the next one?
1: Yeah. Okay. They each put on an enchanted earring. They each put on an enchanted earring. Yes. Is it the original
0: Freaky Friday? Mm. Yeah.
2: The Hot Chick from 2002. And I'm glad you didn't ask for the tagline because it would have given it away. The hottest (laughs) chick in town just switched bodies with the luckiest loser in the world.
1: (laughs) I forgot I could ask for the tagline for a moment yeah <laughs> oh my god okay. okay all right
2: this next this next one uh is um a birthday wish oh 18 again that's right which the tagline is be careful what you wish for it just might come true i do like 18 right, again. so no, it's fun yeah i remember watching that as a kid a bunch yeah, yeah. uh okay let's see okay here we go uh an amulet
1: called the heart of dumbala oh an amulet called the heart of dumbala yeah oh is it oh jeez the tagline please the tagline is deliver us some evil Oh, deliver us some evil. I do not. Oh, can I get the year? Two thousand four. I got nothing. I got nothing. Seed of Chucky. Ah, man. <laughs> this is the first time I ever regretted not deciding to watch that. I, I stopped at Bride of Chucky. <laughs> uh,
2: collision with an elderly couple doing a meditation exercise. Ah, uh, dream a little dream of me. I mean, that's not technically all that happens, well, but, you know. And the tagline for that one is, with dreams like these, who needs reality? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this one is experimental surgery. Face off. (laughs) Yeah, I decided to include it because it is a body swap movie. No, yeah, Um, Uh, and the tagline is: "If you if you can't believe your eyes, no, sorry, that's a different one. (laughs) In order to catch him, he must become him."
1: Oh yeah, shit. Uh, Face off. What were you gonna say? Um oh no, I said it's actually it's much more a a, like literal body swap movie than other
2: sure. There's no magic to it other than the fact that the surgery doesn't exist. Right. Um so So I started to say the tagline for the next one, so I'll give you a freebie tagline for this one. Um the the mechanism is a kiss from an old man, and the tagline is if you can't believe your eyes, trust your heart. Prelude to a kiss.
1: Way to go! Very nice. That's like a class. That's a, was... a, cl- a classier one. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it was a play. It was like a pretty popular play. Yeah,
2: I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that you got it. I'm not like super yeah. surprised because you are you. Okay, Dan. Uh, I'm gonna love it if you get this one. A magical janitor played by Brian Doyle Murray.
1: A magical janitor played by Brian Doyle Murray you heard me I really think i would I really think I would believe this uh can I get a tag or sorry can I get a tagline please? Who says you're only young once, which is <laughs> the good work for all of these almost can't get a year two thousand
2: nine.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, I pi- I'm picturing the poster. Um, Is it with... What does the poster look is like? Is it like Zac Efron? Is Zach Efron in uh-huh. it? Oh, um, uh, oh, 17 again. 17 again. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's right. Um... Seventeen again is fun. I've never seen it. I had to picture. I was like, I'm like the, the tagline sounds familiar. I'm picturing the yeah. poster. So seventeen again is um, maybe like it, it, big wait, is Matthew Perry the the, old, the older version?
2: Yeah, I think I have seen. So it. it's where a guy who's like in his thirties becomes seventeen again. Like he, it's like big, right? But in in reverse, little. Yeah, yeah, reverse big. Okay, this one's a little tricky. Oh
1: man, I'm exhausted after that one.
2: And I, uh, I haven't seen this, so I apologize if this movie uh, is found to be offensive to some. But the mechanism is hoodoo. Hoodoo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, can I get a tagline, please?
2: it can open any door
1: a year 2005 it can open any door 2005 wait what what are my what's like a lifeline option what can i do for that (laughs) Uh, <laughs> can I, just, like, Google the tag I can tell line? you that or what, like, what do I do? I can,
2: I can tell you that it's a horror movie. This one is a tough one. I can tell that you haven't seen it. I, uh, it's a, it's a horror movie. It, uh, it stars Kate Hudson.
1: Oh, oh, the skeleton key. Yes. Is Ellen Burst the older woman in that? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, have you seen that one? Uh, if I did, I, but now that, no uh, now that you know
2: the name of it, the, the tagline makes sense. right,
1: so, right. Yeah. Right. I was thinking I was like something with key, of course, because that is what makes yeah.
2: sense. Okay. So this is going to be for two movies, one movie, and then it's sequel. And the, uh, the taglines would give it away too much, so I can give you the the years as a lifeline, but the mechanism is the cursed Borgia Ring.
1: The Cursed Borgia Ring, and it has a sequel. It's yes,
2: B-O-R-G-I-A.
1: Correct. Yeah, right. Um, okay. And you said I could get years for that? Yes.
2: The years are 1959 and 1976.
1: And that's to a sequel, right? Not a remake? A sequel. A sequel. You said 1956. 1959 or, and 1976. 1959, 1976. And that you said the tagline would give it away. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Just let me, let me take a moment. See if it'll come to me. I'm, I'm working, working through. I'm like, what's I'm like, what came out in the seventies in 1976? That was a sequel to something from 1959. Yeah. Good Lord. He's going to the back wall for some of these. Wow. Um, watch. It's going to be like something, I don't know, I've heard of. Um, but nineteen. So 19, all right, I know. We don't have all day. Here's the thing, Dan. Yeah.
2: You have heard of
1: these movies.
2: I don't know if you've seen them, but you've definitely heard is of it, them.
1: Is it like, well, not inv- Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Did you put, like, is that? No. No. It's the shaggy dog
2: and the shaggy D.A. Oh. And the taglines are, it's doggone funny and it's laughter by the pound. You'll roll over, sit up and beg for more.
1: Wow. jeez, I wasn't even okay, thinking the ne- in that direction.
2: The next one, a pot containing one soul enters the other body.
1: Wait, a what? Oh, uh, it's all of me. <laughs> yeah. And that's, the
2: tagline is, the comedy that proves that one's a crowd. Uh, in this one, a novelty carnival attraction is the mechanism. Big. Zoltar. With the tagline, which we've already heard before, you're only young, young once, which I think, I think we've heard that one before. We have. Okay. In this one, both of them are struck by Lightning.
1: Both of them are struck by lightning. Oh, this sounds familiar. Oh, jeez. I'd be surprised if you've seen it. Okay, you'd be surprised if I've seen it. Can I get a tagline, please? His life just got put on pause. His life just got put on pause and a year. 2016. Oh, goodness. They both get struck by lightning, and you doubt that I've yep. seen it. I'm wondering why Correct. that is. Is it just like, who's heard of this?
2: I'll be very surprised if you've seen okay.
1: this. Okay. All right. I, I don't even... I, I... um Oh. Oh, shit. Wait. Hold on a second. Can I... Do I get a lifeline? Like... Can
2: do I get it? A- you can have one more
1: clue? Okay. I, I will- the lead actor
2: is Kevin
1: Space. Okay, I knew there had to be a reason why. Oh my god, wait. Oh my god, shit. I think I remember this. Um Is it is it a kid's movie? Yes. I think so. Does he switch bodies with a cat or something like that? Yes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, okay, I don't Dan. know what it's called. I don't know. Can I get credit for it's, it? I'll give you this. Okay, thank you. The title is
2: Nine Lives. Ah, of
1: course it is. And his life just got put on pause. Pause is P A W S of. Yes. Yes. I know that that I was like, wait a second. I was like, there's something there's something to this. And yes, I I remember like coming across this during one of my like, I'm not going to actually choose anything to watch. I'm just going to scroll through everything on Netflix.
2: Okay, Dan, in this one, there's only a few more in this one. And this one, the person is bitten by a 300-year-old sacred
1: dog. Bit, bitten by a 300 Wow, we really did not do a, a deep dive on this genre, did we? Uh, can I get a, <laughs> let's see. Well, okay, we know it's dogs and not cats, so and nothing. Can we get a tagline, please? Raise the woof.
0: And wait, I'm sorry. What was. uh, So,
1: Raise the Wolf gets bitten by. uh, A 300 year old sacred dog. Can I get a year? 2006. Is it the Tim Allen remake of The Shaggy Dog? Oh, well done, Dave. Well done. Oh, yes. a good okay so so now i'm not so pissed about the other one from before because all right okay in this
2: one their high school administration files get mixed up
1: (laughs) their high school administration files get mixed up yes tagline and
2: tagline please uh a hair-raising comedy
1: a hair i understand if you don't count this wait one. how is hair spelled in
2: <laughs> uh are you sure you want to know yes Okay, it's spelled in the traditional H A I R Okay, way. so
1: not H A R E. Okay, so nothing with rabbits. No. Not that I would. Not that I would be like, oh, the not one with the rabbits. Know. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. Hop to it. I don't know. Um, okay, so their high school. Their, so their high school administration files get switched. What's the year, please? Nineteen ninety two. Was this, was this movie like in theaters? Uh, I believe so. Oh, okay.
2: Um, I will, I'll give you one more okay, hint. I'll take another hint. I, uh, one of the co-stars was in another body swap movie
1: that we talked about earlier. Oh, that narrows it down. Um, oh. <laughs> And, and I'm sorry, what was the mechanism again? Sorry, my brain is spinning.
2: Their high school right. administration
1: files get, get, mixed, get up. mixed up. Are they still in high school when this happens? Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So then it would have had to have been a teenager. It, with it, it, the Corys, I'm guessing there's at least one Corey involved. Is there at least... Wait, in 1992, would they still have been playing high school students? Uh, is there a Corey involved? There's not a Corey There's involved. There's no Corey involved. Okay, so it would have been some who would have been starring in I know I'm taking <laughs> way too much time. I'm so sorry. I, I give up.
0: This is a
2: movie that I unabashedly really love called Class Act.
1: Oh, okay. All right. With Kid in Play and Polly Shore. Okay. Wait, Polly Shore is in a class act? I don't remember that. Okay. He's in class act. Wow. That's right. All right. Okay. Yeah. We have two that, more. Yeah, that's more of kind of like they don't swap bodies, but they do kind of pretend to be each other they, a little bit. So. Yeah, they have to swap lives. I, I understand yeah. why it's included. I am not fighting its inclusion. It's... But...
2: Okay, okay. Uh, In this one... There is wishing dust involved after a birthday.
1: Wishing dust in uh, tagline, please. A comedy for the kid in all of us. Yeah, please. Uh, 2004. A comedy for the kid in. Is it the kid?
2: It's 13 going on thirty.
1: Oh shit. That's uh, a good one. Is the kid a is the kid a uh a body swappy movie? I don't think so. I think it's like it was in like Bruce Willis and then like he meets yeah, like Joseph the, the kid version of himself. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. A loop not the loop not, jo- not Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt. I thought that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's in Looper. Uh,
2: that, uh, no, 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 no. But I thought that in the kid, I thought that that was Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the kid.
1: No, no, it's was. Uh, I think it's like Abigail Breslin's brother. I keep wanting to say Jimmy Breslin. Spencer, Spencer Breslin? Breslin. Thank you. Yeah. Uh,
2: the kid from two thousand. Two oh, thousand. Okay. Oh, you're right. It is Spencer Breslin. Why did I think that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in that? Anyway, uh, all right, Dan, we have. One more. I I lost count of where you
1: were. I don't. At this point, it's like, I don't know, 50-50.
2: This one you are going to get. And this one is not one that we've mentioned before. And I feel like it's kind of an outlier in the theme, but one enters a portal into the mind of the other.
1: Being John Malkovich.
2: That is correct, Dan. And with the tagline, ever wanted to be somebody else? Sorry, ever wanted to be someone
1: else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which it's funny because earlier I was thinking about like, you know, I, you know, I've been thinking, especially with dream, a little dream. I was like, I wonder what a Charlie Kaufman body swap movie would be like, but I guess he's done. We know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting because it technically it's like John Malkovich has to be John Cusack playing like inside the body of John Malkovich. You know, it's like they're the, those mechanisms are there. Yeah, it, um,
1: definitely an outlier yeah. uh, in the genre. but Oh, for sure. But definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is...
2: I'd say it's just as worthy of being included as Big or 13 going on 30.
1: Yes, I, I totally... There's some type of, I don't know, non-demonic possession going on. I guess really that's what a yeah. lot of these are, really, rather than body swap movies, are non-demonic yeah. possession. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right.
2: So, Dan... Yes. This is Ruined Childhoods, a show where we talk about reboots and remakes and stuff like that. Uh, I know that this is an atypical episode as we're talking about a genre and kind of era of movies, but what do you see happening?
1: So this is a genre that actually in my spare time when I occasionally just do little creative writing projects that I never really finish and I just kind of chip away at them for years, in there is... I guess, kind of a script or treatment for a, uh, a body swap movie that involves a, um, teacher and student. And that's it. It okay. inspired, I remember I started it because I was having, uh, a couple of years ago, a, uh, student that I had in my, my class that I was teaching, uh, being like, especially difficult. And I was like, and I was like, this kid needs a body swap. Like this kid needs to experience things oh. on the other side. <laughs> um, so and I'd been I'd been thinking I, I just thinking of different ideas. And I don't know if this is necessarily something I'm going to write. But I thought that if you take that that dynamic um, and I think I read about some like lesser known body swap movie that that kind of did this dynamic um i thought it would be interesting if you if you added um like a um racial or ethnic aspect to it where mm. um you know it's not just like oh oh well now i see how hard it is to be a kid or now i now i see how hard it is right. to be an adult um and you know kind of throw in the and the, the by the way the the mode in which they they swapped is so that the teacher, he's under a lot of, a lot of stress. He and his wife are expecting their, their, or no, they, they've got a baby. They've had their, they've had their okay. first child because there is definitely an awkward sex scene. And, and there is a, by the way, a true body swap here. Um, in okay. This. So, but, uh, like, so the, the teacher, as he's leaving the school building like late one day, he passes by. We do we also we get we get an idea from from the kid, like, you know, he's got a lot of pressure. Um his dad sing is a single parent and you know is trying, you know, really hard to get him into like get him set up for success. Um and the kid buys buys some weed and he's like he's trying to trying to get some weed and the only thing that his his hookup has for him is this like joint. He's got this pre-rolled joint and he's like, look, the only thing I can tell you about this is that you're not like, don't share this with anyone. Smoke it by yourself. You could take, you, you know, you want to take a hit now, put it away, take a hit next year. Fine. It'll still be potent, but don't share it. So he's smoking, okay. so he's smoking the joint and, you know, he, he gets, you know, whatever halfway and the teacher catches him and the teacher's like, gotcha. mm-mm, mm-mm. this is cause they're like whatever on the boundaries of school property, whatever takes the joint. And then that he's like, he's got all this stuff. He's, he, he's, he's angling for a job or uh, he's angling for a promotion. He's he wants to be like a department head or something. And uh he's he's got a rival um and all that and like he's gotta get his students scores up and whatnot, you know, all the all the things, the stakes. So um, you know, that night after he's d- like, you know, the baby is like he has trouble getting the baby to sleep, all that. And he's like, oh, Cause he's like, I'm going to turn in this like bit of a joint. He like puts it in a Ziploc bag with some pretzels and carrots or whatever, whatever one uh, teacher might have in a Ziploc bag. Um, that's not weed. Uh, and then (laughs) he, so he's like, I'm going to turn this in, you know, tomorrow cause no one's here at the building anymore. It's late. And he, um, he's like, fuck it. And he smokes it. Right. So unbeknownst to him, you're supposed to not.
2: That's the mechanism. So they
1: each wake up the next morning in each other. It happens as they are simultaneously asleep. Their souls drift outward and swap bodies. Okay. I also. And everybody learns lessons. I would also like to add, I think Dream a Little Dream would make a great musical. Yeah, I think so. So I, I really I don't see like <laughs> I, I don't necessarily see a remake of any of these specific movies because I mean, I guess for Freaky Friday it worked. But I'm like, oh, there's no right. need to do a remake. Just kind of update the genre and do look at what how they did it in the yeah. 80s, you know?
2: <laughs> sure. I mean, they're constantly making more of these. And You know, the ones that we've talked about are just ones that were in the theater. There's so many, you know, straight to video or VOD. There's a lot of like Hallmark Channel, like Christmas swap, you know, movies and stuff like that. And, you know, it's they're everywhere. They're being made constantly. It is. It's a tried and true genre. That is true. So that's why you have to figure out a a way to do a
1: different spin on So what's your spin?
2: My spin is a tech industry developer gets fired in a very humiliating way, but before they get kicked out, they change one piece of the hidden code in a new model of prestige wireless earbuds being released in select European markets And after a huge release to some of Europe's most influential figures, actors, athletes, fashion designers, and artists, the developer taps into all of the active earbuds to finish their plan, which would be playing the audio exposing their old CEO of shady business practices. But instead there's an error that causes the souls of everyone using the earbuds to transfer into another person using the earbuds. So we have like, you know, a hundred souls being swapped around like crazy. So the developer decides to take advantage of the situation and hold the souls' ransom, but they're not prepared for the bodies with the swapped souls to work together to take the developer down. And Dan, do you know what I'm calling this movie? No, tell me. Malice at the Riviera. Do you know why I'm calling it this? <laughs> Sounds
1: like an Agatha Christie.
0: Look, I can't take you to school, but I'll do anything else you want this week. Deal? Christy Malice at the Riviera. Is that an Agatha Christie movie?
2: It's a heavy-duty rock band. Get us both a ticket.
0: No way. You have tests. Music is my life, Dad.
2: I... Uh, Loved that joke so much, and vice versa. And that's what sparked the entire idea is to actually have a movie called Malice at the Riviera. And then I was like, all right, so it's something said at the Riviera, like French Riviera, Italian Riviera, whatever. And there's malice, which means like the intent to do evil. So it's like, what is, you know. So, uh, Malice at the Riviera.
1: So would all of these, would all of these like, like wealthy and powerful people who are sampling these, uh, headphones, would they all be in the same place? Would it be like at a promotional weekend? Yeah, exactly. Like
2: they're all kind of contained. It's, you know, it's not like people all over the place. That's why uh, I made it to be very specific regionally, like for some sort of event,
1: um, so, yeah. so it could be at a, at a hotel, you know, it'd be real. oh, it'd be crazy if, uh, you set it in the eighties and have it be like, you know, compact discs and I don't know. <laughs> the,
2: yeah, well, the thing is about the, um, I
1: don't know. I like the idea of the, like the, the earbuds, yeah.
2: the earbuds, because, you know, there's, you know, computer chips in earbuds right. now, whereas like old headphones don't have that. And like you know we don't know what's going on in there that's
1: tr- hey <laughs> yeah we don't yeah. know there could be a, a plot to to body swap an entire that that be like it's kind of like some type of weird type of terrorism where it's just like you launch a cyber attack well, and it swaps bodies here's the thing bodies?
2: i was i was first thinking about just like cell phones and stuff like that but then i was like no kingsman did something with cell phones i Movie The Kingsman, The Secret Service, mm-hmm. where like there's like free cell phone service, and everybody who does it then gets like I don't know, brought into this evil conspiracy. Oh, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah, and heads explode and stuff. Got like it. That. Yeah, so
2: uh, yeah, so earbuds.
1: Okay, wow, crazy. Yeah. I like the mass body swap. That is something that is something new, but Dan, as as I know malice he's... at the mouth, malice malice great. <laughs> <laughs> great title in the spirit of Agatha Christie. And a Christie.
2: great joke and vice versa.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It is a great joke and vice versa. Vice versa is, <laughs> I, it's really solid. And I'm sorry that Judge Reinhold does not hold a fonder place in his heart for it. But what what can we do?
2: Judge Reinhold, I really hope that you're listening to this and that you hear my True appreciation for this movie. I love it so much. I watched it all the time growing up. Uh, I really enjoyed watching it recently to to prepare for this. Episode. I believe that it's. Fun. I believe
1: that was a. And oh, by the way, I thought of a like in in the different ways that we watched movies as kids. It, it occurred to me that there's a whole subgenre of it, like the you know saw it saw it in the theater, um, saw it at home. Uh, the new subgenre is rented it and watched it about three times in the conference room at Dad's office on a Saturday <laughs> when he had to take yeah. us to work. <laughs> For
2: me, that was "Who Framed Roger Rabbit" was a big one that I remember. I just remember rewinding it and watching it over again. Who, many Who Framed times. Roger and Rabbit
1: was in it. the Spaceballs was was one I remember. Uh-huh. I remember doing. I'm pretty sure, vice versa, "Caddyshack" too actually may have also been. Really? Yeah, I was I, I, I was thinking about it as I was reflecting upon Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: you're you're watching it and you could just envision the like vertical blinds of the conference. Room. The vertical
1: blinds of the con- conference room. <laughs> the like TV on the cart. TV with on the, the VCR. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I think this is a lot of fun. Dan, I'm really glad that we had the opportunity and the time to prepare for this one because you were away. We, you know, had a little bit of extra time to, uh, I don't know, do we some def- digging into this We definitely
1: had, yeah, we definitely had some movies to watch and clearly we did not come close to watching them all. No, no, but no, no, no. Are, there's so many. these I are mean, the body swap movies of the mid to late 80s.
2: Yeah, uh, Freaky just... Uh, started on is it HBO I think it's on now um so that came on we watched that and um I wanted to watch the change up because I like Jason Bateman I like Ryan I remember Reynolds. I had seen that one
1: I remember seeing that it, yeah. one
2: also with Leslie Mann who is also in 17
1: again right yeah yes I think so I have. I think I have seen I've yeah. definitely seen 13 going on 30 jennifer garner uh, you know I, I haven't seen that you know one. i i like jennifer jennifer garner i'm a fan uh mark ruffalo is in that one Mark ruffalo yeah, yeah. and there's uh there's some great I, I would be surprised if that one doesn't become a musical actually
2: <laughs> yeah uh i watched both freaky fridays you know i've never seen the original it's it's zany you know it's got that uh like 60s Disney 70s, thing going 70s. on. 70s Disney, yeah. sorry. 70s Disney thing going yeah. on. Um, Definitely. Yeah, for real. All right. And it's um, funny to watch that and it's like, oh, it's Jodie Foster and this is right around the same time as Taxi Driver. It's so. a couple of years
1: after. Well, it's, it's it, it. well, yeah. yeah, no, I know. I, I, I was thinking about that recently too because she did like a couple of other Disney movies and it's like yeah. Disney's newest star last seen playing a prostitute in Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> really fascinating. Yeah. 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 So, uh, if anybody wants to, um, check out our social media, everything's on our link tree. Uh, it's linktree tr.ee slash childhoods. And uh, yeah, email us your thoughts about some of these ruinedchildhoodspied at gmail.com. Tell us what we're doing next, Dan.
1: Next, we're going back to the to the early 80s, 1983. Uh, Brian De Palma's controversial Miami gangland classic, Scarface. We will be joined by Miami area comic Cesar Gracia, who's i think our first uh two, or no a uh, Scott was our first two time guest our brother. Uh Yeah, uh
2: Cesar Cesar was on our um Zorro, Zorro episode. Right.
1: So and yeah. um I I look forward to having him. I've definitely I've talked to him off the record about Scarface before and
2: uh Yeah, a, a true Miami, you know, for, of Cuban, Cuban ancestry. Yeah. No, his family definitely
1: yeah. uh uh, came over from Cuba. And I mean, he'll, he'll, I'm excited to, to have him and hear his perspective on, uh, on yeah. the uh, Brian De Palma Scarface. I mean, I guess we're, we'll also be talking about the original Scarface. Won't we?
2: Yes. Which I, I've, I've recently watched, uh, the remake Scarface. I need to watch the original real soon. I have never seen um, the
1: original, so I'm excited. Same here. About taking yeah. that opportunity. So I, yeah. Um, um,
2: well, Dan, as you are uh, headed into the desert to try to find the brain transference serum uh, uh, antidote, I wish you a good journey. Good journey.
1: I'd like to be you for a
2: day. I'd like to be you for a day. I'd like to be you for a day.
0: I'd like to be you. For a day.